listening to Retirement with Pinnacle. Your hosts are Gary and Don Crawford. They're founders of Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. So, yeah, if they talk about money, you're going to want to listen. And that's what we're talking about for the next hour. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And if you're new to the show, let's go ahead and introduce you to our hosts, Gary and Don. Now, if you're wondering, yes, they are a couple. So did working in the financial world bring you two together or do you go back further than that? And let's ask Don first. How did y'all meet and how did you decide to go into business together? Well, Gary and I actually go way back. Um, We've known each other for about 20 plus years, and we originally met through a mutual friend. But, you know, back then we were in different phases of our lives, of course. But yes, the finance world did bring us back together. And Gary and I, we've got the same morals, and we are very like-minded when it comes to how people should be treated. So that's when we decided to open the doors to Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. Well, Gary, tell me about Pinnacle then. What's the, the difference in the, the values that you two share that made you want to start this business? Well, I had been in business for now about, uh, well, it started back in 2001. So I was uh, mid-20s when I started the business. And I probably looked like I was 16 years old. I mean, I, I thought I looked young until about five years ago. And then I started saying, wow, I can't say I look like a kid anymore. Oh my gosh, I have That's all this gray wrinkles. stuff going on. So I don't know what's going on there. But, um, you know, Don and I both have the same backgrounds. Um, not to get too deep into it. My dad was a pastor growing up and she grew up in a religious home too. And, and you know, you go through your stages of life as a young adult and and that we meet up and we're a little more mature now. And, you know, I was already a business owner, of my old company. And when we started talking, we said, hey, there's some things we could really change to provide just a better experience for our clients. And, you know, I think it comes to values and things of that sort that really kind of make us stand out. What drew both of you to the the financial services world? Were you a big fan of Alex P. Keaton on Family Ties or something? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> That's funny though. That's good. I just kind of fell into it and really realized, wow, this is something that you could really make a good living with by helping other people. And and I thought, well, well, that's pretty awesome if you have the opportunity to do that and really enjoy what you're doing, you know, for your working years. And um, that's really kind of how I got into it there. Don, what brought you to the business? Pretty much the same thing. Um, I actually started with the Medicare side and you really see how you want to be in retirement and then you see how you really don't want to be in retirement. Oh, that's true. And so at that point, I said, I would love to be able to help people, guide them and do what's right and show them how life should be in retirement. So that was very important to me. Yeah, we see a lot of of different things, and, and especially over 20 years now, it's like you've seen just about anything, different things that can happen to affect retirement and different situations people are in. And you can take a lot of these experiences. And it's really neat because we can utilize a lot of this to help guide our clients to where we can plan for a lot of these things prior to them happening. So it's like we're almost solving their problems before they have them. Exactly. You know, And that's cool. I think that's a, kind of a unique way to look at it. Well, if y'all have a complimentary set of skills, what's each one of your specialties? I think I'm able to communicate a little better and kind of read people, especially, you know, you want to make sure that you're transparent, first of all, and that people are understanding what you're doing for them. And I think there's a lot of distrust, especially in this world right now, um, but you want people to be able to trust you and you want them to understand you as well, understand what you're doing for them. How'd you get a Medicare background, Dawn? Um, actually, well, my mom worked in a doctor's office and I was kind of stuck in a job where there was no, um, 
I, I was growth. I was you're, capped out, you're capped out pretty yeah. much. And I was looking at it and I'm like, I'm working so hard for someone else. And my mom's like, why don't you go into the Medicare business? And she would refer people left and right to this one other woman. But by the time I actually got my license and started my business, she had left the doctor's office that she was at. But it was still a way to push me out of my comfort zone. And I honestly, I was thankful for that. Well, that has to be super helpful at Pinnacle because basically everyone you deal with is going to have to cross that Medicare bridge at some point. Absolutely. All right, Absolutely. Gary, what do you bring to the table? What were you doing before Don showed up? Before Don showed up? So I was already in the business, like I mentioned before. Um, I did have a business partner at the time, and we were not doing securities back then. Uh, it was pretty much an insurance-only um, firm that we had. And I really wanted to make sure that we were more holistic in our planning. So, you know, we ended up bringing in the securities and, and that sort of thing to where we could be more rounded and provide all of the services for our clients because most people want to deal with one person. You know, they don't want to have, you know, things over here and different things over there. They want somebody that they can work with, that they're comfortable working with, to be able to sit with and, and go over all of these different things that are part of their retirement plan. So really, I think I just really well-rounded, but wealth management, the the financial side is my forte and uh, taxes and, and that sort of thing. So with Don and I together and then our team, I can't forget about our team at the office. Um, we really just have created quite a little operation. And I think our firm is, uh, it's pretty cool. It's neat to see where we've kind of taken it over the last few years from what it was before. Well, Don, tell me about the team, how many people you have and uh, what all do they do? We have a Medicare side to the firm and we have four agents there. And then we also have our two employees that help us uh, marketing and all of our new business and our client services. And everyone that we hire, they're on the same page. They have the same character, the same morals. And that's what we really look for when bringing people into our office, that everybody has the same goals and, and morals that we do. Yeah. And it's neat to see them grow too. You yes. know, the majority of our team has been with us for at least four years, maybe plus uh, most of them. Um, and then the girls that uh, run a lot of our operations, they're fantastic. I mean, wow. I mean, they've really just kind of taken everything and run with it. But uh, it's neat to be able to see them grow as well. And, and our team's success is very important, if not just as important as our success. Yes. And I think that's really is different as well. And, and we, we hear a lot back from them. And, you know, they're very appreciative of, of what we're trying to help them do and help them grow and educate themselves, mm -hmm. you know, while working with us. And I, it's just neat to see. We're talking with Gary and Don Crawford with Pinnacle Advisors. Retirementwithpinnacle.com is their website. The phone number for the office is 352-320-2060. 352-320-2060. So let's talk about uh, your strategies here. Do you guys focus more on like the accumulation and, and the growth or do you focus more on the distribution side of strategies? Well, really a little bit of both. Um, but we pretty much our niche is, you know, five to seven years pre-retirement and then post-retirement. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's important because you have to have a niche that you're really good at uh, and not be all over the place. So, you know, accumulation is really stuff people are doing prior to retirement. What we want to focus on is how can we get in front of somebody a little before retirement to create a, a very efficient exit strategy? And I just wrote an article in Kiplinger um, this year, Exit Strategies for Retirement. And I think that's so important uh, just due to how people are investing pre-tax dollars 
you know, maybe there's some things they can do post-tax because taxes are going to be a concern for people in the future. And they already are for a lot of folks. But the post-retirement is really the big thing because the majority of people, when they retire, they've been investing and saving the same way over their whole working careers. Don't you agree, Don? I, I totally agree. Yeah. Yes. So what we see is when people retire, they're trying to use the same tools that they were using for accumulation during retirement. And it doesn't work. And it can work for a while, but it doesn't necessarily work all the time. So what we try to do is just educate people on you know, hey, these are things, again, it comes back to the experiences we've had over 20 years, you know, watching aging. Aging is a process and and you need to understand the things that can happen that can affect your retirement so we can discuss those and make sure those are addressed up front. And that's a big part of the planning process. Do you guys have uh, like a mentor, There's someone who you, you learned your main lessons from? I don't know, maybe a parent or a grandfather, but Don, do you have a mentor, professionally speaking? Well, professionally, I mean, really, it was my parents initially. You know, growing up, they always teach you basics like paying your bills on time so that you can have good credit. And of course, in turn, that helps you get favorable interest rates when you go get auto loans. But my mom was always a very frugal person. She managed the household finances. And I mean, she had to. There was five children in our family. And um I, without her, I honestly don't know how our family would have survived, but we were always clothed nicely and fed. But really what they taught me was to be in control of my own finances because as a single mother in my early 20s, I quickly realized that I had to create a plan and a budget. And did I make mistakes? Absolutely. <laughs> we all did, right? <laughs> um, but I also knew that if I didn't follow my plan, I could really put myself and my son, my oldest son at the time, in a really bad situation. Gary, do you have a mentor? Well, professionally, I mean, we're in contact with some different groups and advisors through the country as well. And it's, it's neat to see just bounce ideas off each other as, as we continue to grow together. You know, again, with my family, we didn't have much growing up. My dad was a pastor of a small Baptist church and, you know, my mom was a dental assistant. So we didn't have too much growing up. So really, I wanted to focus on, you know, how could I better myself and my children's lives and things of that sort. And I think every generation tries to do that. We all do. Right. Uh, and then we end up giving our kids too much, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, you know, you know how that works. All right. So why would I choose Pinnacle Advisors over any other firm? Well, we see several people come to our office who are already retired and they have no actual retirement plan. I think Gary's kind of spoken on that because they've done, you know, all this accumulation and they've worked with these advisors that have helped them get there. And one woman and Gary, I'm sure you remember, she came in just recently and she says, well, it could be my fault that I don't have a retirement plan. I never asked my advisor for that. And in my mind, I thought, uh, your advisor knew you were retiring, right? Right. And um, after her statement, we had a pretty good idea that she was not with a company that specializes and focuses in on actual retirement. So like I said, her advisor had been with her through her working years and guided her on accumulating those assets, but there really wasn't an actual strategy to help her plan for things that could happen or would happen in her retirement. That's the biggest thing. That's where majority of people that come in to see us, that's what they're missing. And and some are not. Some people have really, you know, wrapped up a lot of those loose ends, but that's probably the biggest thing mm -hmm. that we see. 
Yeah. It's all about the investments and that's really not how it is in retirement. Okay. So I know if I asked you, Gary and Don, how do you like working with your spouse? You're both going to say yes. Cause that's the smart answer to say, yeah, well, well, you know, okay, so I'm going to phrase it a little different. <laughs> I'm going to phrase it a little different. Would you recommend going into business with your spouse? If you two already have separate, wonderful careers on your own, is that something you would recommend other spouses do? I think it really depends on the personalities because we yes. know so many people that there's no way they could work with their spouse. But I don't know. We're like, Dawn's my best friend. And I'm not just saying this because she's on here. Right. Um, I'm saying this because she might beat me up later if I don't. <laughs> no, I'm playing no, with you. Right. Uh, no, but no, really, honestly, I ask her this quite often because yeah, I really enjoy being together um, inside of work, outside of work. Um, but the neat thing about it is, again, we're so like-minded that we have the same goals and intentions and seeing our clients have successful retirements makes us really feel yeah, good about it ourselves. It's fulfilled, motivated. you know, and then again, watching our, our staff and, and the people that we work with and surround ourselves with and giving back to the community. And we do so many different things together. Yeah. I couldn't see it any other way. It'd be crazy. Well, but. I'm not going to lie. It was hard at first because it's like, you wake up in the morning and you see him. <laughs> right. Work, you see him. You come home from work. You see him again. But really, we are able to separate the business and the personal side of it. So, and it did take some time, but um, I wouldn't have it any other way right now. All right. So we've been getting to know. I Gary. would recommend it. <laughs> I would recommend it. Yes. Look at it. Look at him. Update his answer before we go to the break there. That's Gary and Don Crawford. Not only are they a cute little married couple, but they're also the, the founders and advisors at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. If you're interested in uh, getting in touch with them at their day job, retirementwithpinnacle.com, 352-320-2060. We're going to spend the rest of this hour helping you understand more about money. So stick with us. This is Retirement with Pinnacle. Of all the questions you get asked every day, this is one you should not ignore. How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets, not the government's. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money. Make sure you are not overpaying. Keep every dollar you are entitled to. Look, I know it's confusing, it's complicated, and it definitely is not fun. That's why at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, we offer strategies to help make sure you're not paying more in taxes than your fair share. It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. Call our team at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors today to get started. 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. Do not do the IRS any favors. 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement with Pinnacle with Gary and Don Crawford. If you have a question for the couple here, you can go to retirementwithpinnacle.com or the phone number 352-320-2060. Picture a five-star luxury resort. Have you ever been to one of those? I see them on TV. One of these days is going to go. But, you know, they got the greenery, the great views, the top-notch customer service. There's uh, some sort of drink with an umbrella in it, I imagine. Uh, now picture the run-of-the-mill roadside motel. The motel's not going to get a five-star rating because there's a lot of stuff missing. So let's stretch this metaphor into retirement planning. 
how many stars would it have if I go get a plan from Pinnacle Advisors? Well, uh, it's I've got to say five, five stars. Star, you know? It's five yeah. stars, right? It's so. funny because we talked about this uh, prior to even, you know, looking at this before. Um, and, you know, there's always room for improvement. So, you know, there's, there's always people that say, oh, well, there's always four. I can never give a five because there's always room for improvement. But uh, again, um, I really feel like the progress we've we've had mm-hmm. and and the tweaking we've done, it's definitely five stars. And Dawn's going to go into that with you here. Yeah, so we believe you need to achieve that five-star rating with five main points. So a reliable income plan, a wealth management strategy, a tax-efficient strategy, of course, your plan to address health care, and an estate planning strategy. So a reliable income plan. This is income that is sustainable. So things like your Social Security benefits, pensions, annuity income. Um, and then wealth management strategy and a tax efficient strategy, you know, those really go hand in hand. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So by creating strategies to effectively manage your assets, not only are we looking at your required rate of return, but we're also trying to be as tax efficient as possible, um, keeping your appetite for risk in mind. Yeah, when, when you say wealth management, is, is this talking about your investments or your growth side? Yeah, it, that's really going to be like your accumulation. The wealth management is the monies that you're not necessarily, I mean, there can be some income strategies in there as well. Um, but the wealth management is really going to be the accumulation side. How can we do it most tax friendly or tax efficiently as you're accumulating assets? What can we do to reduce some of that? What can we also do to possibly minimize exposure and still get a decent rate of return? Because um, you know, the power is in the punch. You, you got to have money there to, to earn interest and a big downturn can create some havoc there. But also peace of mind and worry. You know, everybody's risk tolerance changes over the years. Of course. Um, but I don't think the only way to design a portfolio is based on risk. I think that's one factor. Um, and some people strictly design portfolios on risk. But yeah, that's really the accumulation side of the, the retirement. All right. So I'm just checking off the stars. The first one, a reliable income plan. That's how you get that monthly check coming in. Then wealth management strategy. Then you mentioned tax efficiency strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next one is a plan to address health care. That seems kind of broad. What's, what's all included in that? Well, making sure that you have the right Medicare coverage is so important. Uh, it's vital. And that should be reviewed on a yearly basis in order to meet your current needs because being on the wrong plan could potentially cost you a lot of money, um, unnecessary dollars spent. And so that's why we do have an entire Medicare side of our firm. Uh, We are contracted with every major Medicare insurance company here in the state of Florida. And these companies offer Medicare supplement plans, Medicare Advantage plans, and prescription drug plans. So if you aren't reviewing these yearly, you could really be doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, that's for sure. And that's on really the the hospitalization and, mm-hmm. and rehabilitation side. And another side is the extended health care. And that's the long-term care. That's the, the stuff people don't want to think about. But we look at our families. Everybody in their family has or a neighbor or someone, a spouse that they're caring for right now, you know, and it's a lot of people think of long-term care as nursing home care, but it's not necessarily a lot of people are taking care of people at home today. And that is something that really needs to be planned for as well. 
Um, we're really big on that in our office. I mean, we support a lot of local organizations uh, for education for Alzheimer's and dementia. We have our golf tournament um, every year that we do for that as well. So that's a big part of it. You had one more star on your five-star plan here, and that's the estate planning strategy. And the fact that you use the term estate planning strategy means, I'm guessing you mean more than just a will. Oh, absolutely. So picture this. You're 65 years old, and you have an old life policy. And when you pass, the insurance company is having a hard time paying out your claim. Well, of course, you don't realize this because you've already passed. But your late parents are your beneficiaries. You know, or better yet, your spouse is devastated because you left your life insurance proceeds to your ex. <laughs> we see it. We see we it. We see it. We always yeah. check beneficiaries, even if it's an old policy that was issued 30 years ago. Those are some things that people just don't remember to change. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's frustrating. We've seen it all on that side. Yeah, yeah. I remember um, finally getting an estate plan together for myself, you know, after I had four kids. Might as well get some paperwork to, of course. Yeah, to back them up. And um, I was surprised at all the little sub documents that I had to sign that I, I didn't really know what they did at the time, like your, your do not resuscitate, your, your living will, things like that. Oh, yeah. All those things need to be in place. Your will, living will, a trust if necessary. Those things need to all be in order. So that's, uh, that's the five stars there. Y'all are not the roadside motel. No, uh, and financial we, planning firms. And we call them stars, but we're really just talking about the five key components of a solid retirement plan. You've got to have all five. All right. Well, then let's walk through the five. Gary and Don, we'll do the number one reliable income plan. How do you build that? Because look, I'm interested in, I, I throw money in a 401k, I've got an IRA. And then one day this is going to turn into a monthly check, I suppose. I just don't know what the middle step is. So that's really where we kind of start with planning is we work backwards into how we are going to invest your assets depending on what you require or actually desire for income. So let me talk about the difference. What I like to use is desire because a desired income in retirement is much different than required. A required income is, you know, how much do I need to pay my health insurance costs, if we have a mortgage, our taxes, if we have a car payment, our basic necessities, right? Mm -hmm. But a desired income is what we try to achieve with every single one of our clients. And that's, hey, you want to live the retirement you've always dreamed of. You want to travel. You want to play pickleball. Right? Whoever heard of that a few years back? Um, go golfing, <laughs> do whatever the case may be, drive around in our golf cart, right? Um, but we have to have money to do that. So when we start looking at a retirement plan, an income plan, it needs to be sources of sustainable income. So what I mean by that is social security, possibly a pension if you were fortunate enough to get that, um, maybe real estate, dividends, annuity income, things that are more sustainable that you can count on. Um, I tell people you shouldn't really have risk in your income plan, okay? No, um, your income, again, does not need to have risk in it. We don't need to worry about what interest rates are. We don't want to have to necessarily worry about the market performance um, to receive our income. Yeah, these are sources that should be guaranteed for your lifetime. Right, right. And that's where really we need to look at. But more importantly, what can happen during your retirement years that can have a, a major effect on your income? Um, so things that we like to make sure people are aware of. I mean, my grandfather is, he'll be 98 in March. Okay. So my nanny and papa lived in Toledo, Ohio. He's still in Toledo. Um, and you know, they lived a long life, both of them, but 
you know, when a spouse passes away, you have lost income. Well, how are we going to make that up? Do we have something in place to make that up? Um, if we need extended health care, that's one of the largest costs in a retirement is extended health care. Uh, that could wipe you out. Or if you have acquired enough assets, you know, it's still going to stress you out having to spend all that because I'm sure you'd much rather have it go to your, your beneficiaries, your, your kids, your family. Um, so really, we want to address those things first to make sure we have something in place that, again, we've, we've created some sort of plan to handle these things. That way, you can have that peace of mind because, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think retirement income is the biggest thing in retirement. Absolutely. I mean, without income, what do you have? All right, we're talking with Gary and Don Crawford from Pinnacle Advisors, retirementwithpinnacle.com or 352-320-2060. All right, so let's draw the lines here between the first star and the second star, the difference between an income plan and the wealth management strategy. Okay, so again, an income plan is exactly what I just kind of went over. You know, what are your sources of income that you can count on? Um, if there's a shortfall, like let's say you're retiring and, and you want to know if you can retire and, and uh, we really need to look at, well, what are those primary sources? What's the shortfall? How can we create that additional income you require or desire again? Um, but we need to use tools that are that are made for income. So that's your income plan. Again, backing up spousal replacement. Um, how are you going to pay for some additional things in the future, even with extended health care, travel, all these different things? A wealth management plan, again, that's that's going to be a little different pre-tax and, and post-tax, or I'm sorry, pre-retirement and post-retirement, um, because pre-retirement, we really want to start looking at maybe some tax-free resources that you weren't thinking about prior. You know, most people put all their money in, in IRAs, and, and that can be really beneficial for the compound interest. But at the same time, when you're retired, and let's say you've acquired a lot of money in these pre-taxed accounts, there's going to be a lot of tax liability there in your income. Um, that can also increase your Medicare. Uh, you'll have penalties there, you know, Don. On your Part B premium and your Part D. Sure. But the wealth management side is really about accumulation, uh, making sure that you're beating inflation. Um, how can we control taxes on those investments at the same time? But that plan also needs to really outline your values. I mean, everybody has different values. And I think. Dawn focuses a lot with women right now, too, and that's something that she's really kind of taught me. It's not just about what you're wanting your money to do for you, but it's what are your values, you yeah. know? Um, so I think your wealth management plan needs to reflect that as well. Should retirees still have a portion of their retirement assets invested in the market? Uh, we believe every situation is different, and it really depends on the amount of assets that someone has. You know, do they need these assets for income or do they have other sources of income or do they just need these assets for accumulation? And we've come across some people that we don't believe should be in the market at all. Yeah, it really just depends. And again, how does it make you feel? Does it make you feel okay? Are, are you okay with, with having some exposure? Do they, again, do they need that? Do they require that in order to to be where they want to be? So that's really going to be an individual uh, answer uh, for, for individuals is, is, you know, do you need to be, if you are, how much of that needs to be? But again, with the income side, what do we need for income? I usually don't uh, use that side for the income planning. I, I try to keep that more secure and, and use the uh, money in the market more for accumulation. All right. So that's Gary Crawford. You also hear Don Crawford there. 
they're a couple, but they are the founders and advisors with Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. 352-320-2060. 352-320-2060. Coming up next, you know, when you plan for an outing, you prepare ahead to find the savings and the amenities you're looking for, right? So you want to get the most bang out of your buck. More on how to create that five-star retirement plan coming up next on Retirement with Pinnacle. When you have errands to run, do you like to run all over town or do you try and make as few stops as possible? It's nice when you can get everything in one place, isn't it? The same is true for retirement planning. You shouldn't have to go one place for tax planning, another for estate planning, and another for retirement income planning. That's why Pinnacle Retirement Advisors was started. Gary and Don Crawford wanted to build a company that could help families with all aspects of their retirement planning. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. They're more than just convenient, they're knowledgeable and experienced. To set up a meeting with Gary and Don Crawford and the Pinnacle Retirement Advisors team to talk about your retirement, call 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. One stop for a wealth of retirement solutions. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services, but does not provide tax or legal advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement with Pinnacle with Gary and Don Crawford. They are the founders and advisors over at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. The phone number if you want to contact them at their day job or if you have a question for the show, 352-320-2060. I'm your co-host, James Parker. We're going through, we're kind of stretching this metaphor about here about uh, having a five-star retirement plan and comparing you know, the crummy little roadside motel to a five-star luxury resort and you know how one clearly has more amenities than the other. So um, before we get started on this next segment, though, we have to uh, clear some legal stuff out of the way. We do not provide tax advice. I am not a tax lawyer. Gary and Don are not tax lawyers. Everyone's situation is unique. And with all our clients, all listeners are encouraged to seek the guidance of qualified tax professionals before making any decisions about their personal situations. And so now that we got all the legal stuff out the way, uh, can you tell us, let's start with Don. What's the difference between tax planning and tax preparation? Well, let's start with tax preparation first. And so to put it simply, that's basically just filing your taxes. Um, Whether you do it online yourself with the software or you take it to one of those small storefronts or kiosks, that's tax preparation. So tax planning is creating strategies to minimize your tax liability. And this is a year-round process. It's not something you do just right before the tax due date. All right, Gary, how do you approach tax planning? You know, the goal being your clients can spend more of their retirement dollars the way they want to instead of sending it to Uncle Sam. Well, hopefully the best way to achieve this really is if we can catch folks again out, you know, five to seven years pre-retirement, because again, everybody's been wired and everybody's been taught to put your money in 401ks, which is great. And I'm not telling you not to do it because that's free money. I mean, take it. Um, but anything over and beyond that, we, we try to look at tax-free alternatives because we know you can acquire a lot, quite a bit of assets in retirement. And depending on your income situation, let's say you're fortunate enough to get a pension and then you have these required distributions, they could add up to be a lot of money in retirement. And Paying a lot in taxes, nobody really wants to do. So what can we do? 
we just need to really, I, I think the biggest thing we do is we look at how can we establish some different tax buckets, we like to call them in our office, and use the proper tools to you know, really reduce some of that liability possibly, um, especially if it goes to your spouse. And let's say your spouse is left behind and, and now they have all of this money that's never been taxed and they're still required to take these distributions. You know, what can we do prior to that to create more of a, a tax-free wealth transfer to your spouse strategy to where, yeah, some of that's still going to be in play, but what can we be doing to create some, establish some tax buckets to allow you to spend some of that money tax-free in retirement? That's really what our goal is and what we need to do. All right. That's Gary and Don Crawford with Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, 352-320-60. Let's talk about another star in the five-star retirement plan, and uh, that is healthcare costs. This is a scary stat, not trying to shock anyone, but Fidelity says a 65-year-old couple can expect to pay an estimated $300,000 for health care in retirement, and that doesn't even count long-term care. So are, are people even aware of this as they walk into retirement, and how do you help them prepare for that big number? Well, that sure seems like a super inflated amount, don't you think, Gary? <laughs> I, I I believe so, but I'm sitting here trying to do the math in my head. And I guess and it's possible, maybe possible. as a couple, but... Well, think about it like this. Uh, a Big Mac today is worth, uh, it cost you five bucks. In 1974, yeah. it was like 65 cents. So like in 20 years, like if I retired today of a 65-year-old couple, in 20 years, they're going to be 85. They're going to be paying, what, 20 bucks for a Big Mac? Yeah, yeah. Jeez, could you crazy, imagine? Right? Yeah. Well, this all goes back to being in the right Medicare plan, like I said earlier. And this is why it's so important to have your plan reviewed each year because these plans change, your health change. That's why the government gives you the annual enrollment period every year. So, again, if you're not utilizing those times to review your plan, you're doing yourself a disservice at that point. Is that common though? You said that in the last segment. Is it common for people to change their Medicare plan from year to year? Absolutely, because the health does change. So you look at prescription drug costs and some of these companies say, okay, we're not going to cover that anymore. And then these people don't realize it until the beginning of, you know, in January when they go to the pharmacy to get their prescription. Oh, my plan doesn't cover this anymore. I didn't know that. And then they're frantic. Um, so that could lead, you know, if, if your medication is a $500 medication and on a plan, on the right plan, you'd be paying $47. You know, I'm just throwing these numbers out. Um, you could be paying $500 for your medication each month. Yeah. That's, that's one of the higher costs is the out-of-pocket on medication. But yeah, lots of options on the Medicare side. So again, our office is, is very strategic in making sure that uh, we're sending out correspondences all through the year to our clients to make sure that they're getting ready for the annual enrollment, which we We'll go through every year in the fall. Right. Um, but and, there's also some special enrollment periods throughout the year that they possibly could be eligible for. So it is important for them to, you know, if they don't already have someone that they talk to, to call our office. Yeah, seek advice for sure on that. Yeah, the other scary part of that statistic is it's $300,000 for healthcare costs for a couple. That doesn't include long-term care costs. So what do we do to address that, the long-term care costs? Well, I mean, James, we're all going to age, right? <laughs> and a lot of our baby boomers, I mean, they were, you know, Woodstock, right? So uh, <laughs> we're seeing a lot of cognitive issues. And I don't I don't necessarily, you know, blame that on that. That was kind of a, a bad joke. But um, as far as it goes, I mean, cognitive issues, Alzheimer's, dementia are just growing. Um, I actually have a client who was diagnosed with 
Alzheimer's, not dementia, Alzheimer's at 49 years old. Um, and it's crazy to think, right? Um, and uh, we, we just see it all over the place. And that's why we're so big on educating our clients on this. So a few things you can do right now um, is, you know, if you have insurance, some people have already purchased insurance, review your coverages. Now, some people come in and they have amazing coverage and we will say, you guys are taken care of. You're not going to have to worry about anything for long-term care. But sometimes there's there's different things in the coverages, like does it pay for home health care? Is it nursing home only? And some of the older policies are, were designed like that. Um, so you just definitely want to make sure you review those. And every few years, you need to get those out and at least go over your benefit and your options on those. When we do our retirement atlas, which is our five-star plan, that's what it's called, is our retirement atlas, there's a whole section in there on the long-term care. So if somebody has a traditional policy, which they pay a premium for, there's asset-based coverages that you can earmark some assets. And a lot of people do that. We say, hey, we have this money over here and it's set aside for our extended health care because we're concerned with that. And that's become more popular nowadays yeah. because the cost of traditional long-term care insurance is quite expensive. It is quite expensive. And, and people are concerned with that because if they never use it, they lose out on it. There's no benefit they paid all that premium and, and there's no benefit. So the asset-based products are becoming more and more popular. But at the same time, if you have money set aside, why don't you leverage the dollar of an insurance company, right? If, if you can use somebody else's money to pay for your care, uh, that's a no-brainer. Um, even life insurance, some life insurance also has uh, benefits for, accelerated benefits for a long-term care as well. So Whatever the deal is, whatever you have for coverages, or maybe you don't have coverage, maybe your health does not allow you to qualify for long-term care. So that's going to be even more of a concern is how are we going to pay for some of those things? Um, because if you don't qualify, you probably already have some sort of chronic health condition. So making sure that we, we have our clients actually write out how they would want to receive benefits. If they have a, uh, an insurance, how would they want to utilize those benefits? Do they want to stay at home? And I think that's important because if the kids get involved later or a family member or even a spouse, they need guidance to how does this want to play out? Not necessarily if it's the right way to play it out, but at least they know what. What they wanted, what, right. right. What, what they their, what their needs wanted. were. So I, I just really think there's, there's a lot of opportunities out there to plan for it. So don't stick your head in the sand when it comes to long-term care because you heard it was too expensive because there are plenty of options. All right, let's talk about the last uh, star in the five-star retirement plan. That's estate planning. Dawn, give me some, uh, where do we start on the estate planning? Well, let me just make sure that everyone knows that we do not give legal advice and listeners should always seek the advice of a qualified estate planning attorney. But first of all, and I, I think we spoke on this earlier, you need to have your important documents in order, your will, your living will, and a trust. Not everybody needs a trust, but... Some people really do. If you want things spelled out, it's necessary to have one. Sure. Um, but you've worked so hard to accumulate these assets. And the last thing you want to do is give your money to the government by paying more in taxes than necessary. Am I right? Or, or having probate involved. Right. And, and it going to someone that you didn't want it going to. Yeah. And one thing she mentioned earlier was just checking beneficiaries. But here's one area we see that the banks fail at almost every time somebody opens an account is they never, I've never had somebody at the bank say, Hey, who do you want to put as payable on death? POD, who would you like to put on your bank account? They just don't ask. And we've seen so many times to where people are 
that money gets held up in probate and it's not accessible for the kids to be able to take care of some things when somebody's gone. So that's a big deal. But also, how can we transfer a lot of this money we've accumulated in the most tax efficient way to our heirs, our spouse, our, our kids, our family? Because really, again, like Don said, we don't want all our money going to the government. We paid them plenty, right? So what can we do to plan for some of these things? And these are strategies we like to implement with our clients. All right. So quick recap, the five components of the five-star retirement plan are uh, an income plan, a wealth management strategy, tax efficient strategy, a plan to address health care. And the final one was the estate planning. Gary, you referred to this uh, term earlier, the retirement atlas. Is this what y'all call it at Pinnacle? Yes. Yeah, that's our not end result. I can't say, but that is our written retirement plan. And it's a little different than what you'd expect. It's not um, a bunch of spreadsheets because we do see a lot of people that are very organized and detailed and they bring in spreadsheets. Maybe they were engineers at some point. And well, Atlas really, sounds like a book of maps. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. It seems like it, but it's really a guide to your retirement journey. Um, and what we did is we really kind of simplified it. So, you know, if you knew nothing about your situation or retirement, um, you could look at this and really fully understand where you were at. Um, it gives a very clear picture, well, starting with like your your overall uh, portfolio and have your investment plan. You know, how much money have you accumulated? How much is at risk in the market? How much is safe? You know, um, how are you utilizing some of these monies for strategies for your required minimum distributions or, or whatever the case may be? And what's in good order? What are we working on? You know, and retirement plan is something that you just don't do once and it's done. It's something that needs to be tweaked every year because your needs are going to change. And we want to make sure we're adapting to those changes. Like, you know, if taxes are higher in one year, we want to take distributions from different accounts. That's why we established those tax buckets. Uh, having a written income plan, how we're going to address a spouse's income when they're no longer here, it's written out. There's a big difference between having a clear written plan and not having one. And just going through these five stages, and it's all in writing. It's all what's in good order. What are we working on? What are we tweaking to get better at throughout the years of your retirement? And it's just a guide. And I think that's huge. Well, really, from a woman's perspective, it's simplicity. And when we have couples come into the office, we've seen it to where, like Gary had said, some people have all these spreadsheets. One spouse has created these just very detailed spreadsheets. They know exactly where their last dollar is. And the spouse wants nothing to do with it. They don't understand it. It's confusing to them. So if someone's laying in bed at night and thinking, how am I going to make up income when my spouse passes? All they have to do is open up our retirement atlas and they can see exactly where that income is going to come from. Yeah, we put a narrative in there because it spells everything out, which is really nice. And simplicity is key. All right. That's Gary and Don Crawford with Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. If you like what you hear, you want to contact them, 352-320-2060 or go to retirementwithpinnacle.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Retirement with Pinnacle. Of all the questions you get asked every day, this is one you should not ignore. How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets 
not the government. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money. Make sure you are not overpaying. Keep every dollar you are entitled to. Look, I know it's confusing, it's complicated, and it definitely is not fun. That's why at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, we offer strategies to help make sure you're not paying more in taxes than your fair share. It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. Call our team at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors today to get started. 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. Do not do the IRS any favors. 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement with Pinnacle, and the website's real easy, retirementwithpinnacle.com. Your hosts here are Gary and Don Crawford. They are the founders of Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And Gary and Don get questions each and every week about all kinds of financial things and retirement related. So let's go ahead and open our Retirement with Pinnacle mailbag here and go over some common retirement questions. Uh, First one I got here, uh, the quote is, I've been worried about what's going on with the markets and I don't want to take any more big losses. How long should I be in cash before I try to get back in the markets? Don, go first. Five words. You can't time the market. (laughs) That's right. I mean, when you're managing your own investments, you're more apt to make very emotional decisions. And we've seen people make huge gains, of course, but we've also seen them make some devastating losses. And those losses may never be recouped at times. So honestly, if this person is taking or has, you know, had, has had big losses, this is why they need to work with a financial professional. Yeah, that's the biggest thing because everybody, again, if you're trying to time the market to get in and out of it, you you really don't, investments don't work that way for starters. I mean, unless you're trading stocks and you're sitting on it every day looking at your phone. But for the most part, people who are in retirement, I mean, what do you want to do when you're retired? You want to be retired, right? You don't want to sit there and worry about how you're moving in and out of your assets. So again, working with a financial professional is important because it's so emotional. Our money's emotional. Okay. Um, we manage some of our money, but we also have other people manage some of our retirement savings personally as well. Um, just because of those reasons, but people don't have to have a super amount of risk today to achieve the retirement they want. And I think that's hard for people to understand. They just don't get it because they've always invested a certain way. Um, but how much risk are you comfortable with? And really, what are you using your funds for? I mean, are you using them for income? If you are, again, you should have no risk in your in your income plan. Um, but if you're trying to accumulate funds, I mean, we, we really kind of look at, again, what are you trying to achieve? What's your desired rate of return? And let's see if it's uh, achievable. And, and being diversified is a huge thing, not just only in uh, asset classes, but management style and portfolio and, and things of that sort. So how long should you stay in cash? Again, don't try to time the market. Work with a financial professional to make sure that they are using your money and the right tools to do what you're trying to achieve in your retirement. Um, because again, it's not all about return. It's about how you're going to use those. And so again, work with a financial professional there. All right. Next question from the mailbag for Gary and Don. This one says, uh, I've worked at a hospital here for almost 18 years. I was planning to work there a full 20 years before I retired, but now I'm thinking about retiring earlier than I'd planned. 
before I give them my notice, how do I make sure I'm ready to retire? Um, really? That's awesome. That's an awesome question. And we get that all the time. We get it from people at hospital, the school board, all these different places. So what we do is we sit down with all of these individuals and we, we have them gather some documentation. First of all, pull their social security statements. Um, if they have a pension from the hospital or a 401k, if their spouse has these different uh, sources as well, let's kind of gather all this information and start putting some stuff down, you know, as transparent. You know, um, if they have a desired income, remember we talked about desired and required, what's the desired income? You know, a lot of times we'll work with people and when we start putting this stuff out there, we can show them that a lot of times they're able to retire with as much money as they're making while they're employed. Um, and it's incredible because, you know, especially we have a teacher that just, <laughs> we did this with and these kids these days, these teachers are like, I'm out of here. You know, I got my dropper or, or whatever. And I, I just want to be done. And when you can show somebody that they can retire now, or maybe if their plan was three years and we say, Hey, you know what, if you go another year, you can retire, you're, you, can retire you know, and just to kind of see the expression on their face. Uh, it's awesome. And, um, but yeah, we, we really need to kind of lay everything out, really look at what you have and, and just run some numbers, but, uh, it has to be put down on, on actual, on ink. Yeah. I've never retired, but it has to be like the last day of school times a thousand. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Uh, back to the mailbag here for Gary and Don. It says, we're not planning to retire for several more years, but we've had some health issues come up. And now my wife isn't healthy enough to work, and I think I need to stop working to help take care of her. What do we need to do before we decide for sure? Okay, so if they're not planning to retire for several more years, I'm going to assume that they are not even close to Medicare age. So again, cost of health care. So if you got to look at that because James, you probably know, just like we do, our insurance is through the roof. The premium, it's almost as much as a mortgage, if not more. And are you are they able to afford that? You know, because Medicare is a big relief for a lot of people sure. as far as premiums go. So, you know, I don't know if her situation is chronic or if it's terminal, but he needs to look at can she qualify for Social Security disability? And if that's the case... Yes, that's a lengthy process. And yes, they- it, 25 months, right? Well, 25 months up until they can get their Medicare, until they're eligible for Medicare. And yes, it, the process itself, though, is a, is a long process sure. um, to get Social Security disability. But even if they do it retroactive to, say, a year ago, she would still have to wait another year before she would be eligible for Medicare. And that, that's not to mention what- you know what he's eligible for. Sure. So that is a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, to look at the the healthcare is going to be the big part with them um, because that's usually people's biggest expense if they retire pre Medicare. Is you know what's our health insurance premiums going to cost and that sort of thing. Um, luckily, right now there's the the marketplace and the subsidy that the government does for health insurance. So no matter how much you have in assets, you could have a, a lot of assets, a large amount of assets. And if your income is is lower, you're still going to get a subsidy for health insurance. So those are some numbers I think we would have to run first. Exactly. Um, yeah. But then we have to look at the amount of assets that they have. You know, can they stop working? Retirement could be long for the other spouse. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So again, I think just like when we talked about um, 
the last scenario. It's the same thing as really just looking at what are their sources of income? How much have they accumulated? What are some of their concerns health-wise too? Because again, Don mentioned a minute ago, is it chronic or terminal? Um, there's a big difference there because a chronic health condition could be really bad right now, but you know they could be around for another 20 years plus. Right. You know, um, But if it's a terminal situation, that does make things a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, so possibly there's a leave of absence that could be done depending on the company. So there's a lot of areas there where is questionable um, before you could really kind of do that. But again, feel free to call our office and um, we could help you out with that. If you want to call the office, 352-320-2060, retirementwithpinnacle.com. We're just going through the mailbag for Gary and Don here. And those healthcare questions are tough. This one sounds like it's a little more simple here. Uh, Next question from the mailbag. Do I have to wait until 70 to take Social Security? Is that more of a Gary or a Don question? Well, it's probably both, but I mean, I could answer that, you know, you don't have to wait until 70. The only time I think we would really recommend someone if they were saying, hey, could I wait till I was 70? Because of course, we know the benefits accumulate um, each year that you wait taking it. But that would really be for someone who either is still working or they have a very large pension and just want to to keep waiting and let it accumulate. But when we see someone who has a large pension, chances are they may not qualify for social security benefits. Right. Some of the teachers and that sort of thing from up North. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's definitely a scenario. I mean, I'm working with some folks right now who she's five years older, she's retired already. Um, and he's going to retire in seven years. So when he actually retires, in seven years, she'll be 70. So mm-hmm. she's actually holding out to that 70 mark because they don't require that additional income. Right. So that works in that yeah, situation. And then um, his big things were, should I take it at full retirement, which is like 66 and eight months, or should I take it when I go on Medicare? And that's something that uh, comes up a lot is, you know, should we go ahead and collect Social Security early? I know we would reduce my benefit a little, but when it goes on Medicare. So what do you think? Well, when it comes to Medicare, of course, there's a premium that has to be paid each month. And sometimes it's easier when people do take it at 65 instead of their full retirement age, which anymore is around 66 and however many months, depending on what year they were born, because Social Security will just automatically start taking those premiums out of your Social Security benefit before they even reach your bank account. So some people just or most people find that easier to do. Yeah. All right, we got time for one more question here from the mailbag for Don and Gary. Uh, if you want to submit a question, you can go to retirementwithpinnacle.com or call the office 352-320-2060. Here it is. Here it says, one of our kids had to move back in with us this year, so we've been oh, supporting no. her financially. Uh, and our oldest lost his job, so we helped him cover his mortgage for a few months until he found work again. We're happy we had the means to help them, but now we're wondering if we can still go ahead and retire next year. Fun, fun. Ouch. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Gary, take this one. Oh, boy. <laughs> so the kids moved back in. Well, we have an in-law suite, thank goodness. So, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, we'd stick ours out there. Yeah, they could go in the in-law suite. But um, I think this comes back to sitting down and looking at all the sources that we have, what have you, we've accumulated. But also, this is where it comes back to desired versus required income. And again, nobody wants to retire with the required income. So we need to run the numbers. We need to see what it looks like with inflation, adding all these different things and say, hey, okay, here's what we can realistically do. If you want something above and beyond that, then we really need to kind of look at, all right, 
do we need to work a little bit longer? You know, what's a strategy we can put into play? So at least you have a little light at the end of the tunnel, you know, and you, you know that, you know, we have this much further to go and then we can do it. But again, transparency, having everything down in ink is going to be huge. But again, desired versus required income is, is really what we need to understand. All right. So tell the guy, he or she, what they can expect if they called Pinnacle Retirement Advisors and ask for a little bit of help. Well, um, so you would get our marketing girl, Kaylin. She usually returns all the calls from the radio. And um, we would schedule a time to, to come into the office, sit down for a discovery meeting. That's what we call our first meeting. Yeah, our first our meeting's discovery a discovery. Meeting. We have a three-step process. So there's transparency all along the way, whether you call the office or you came to one of our educational events or a client event, you were a friend or whatever. Do I have to bring a bunch of paperwork to the discovery meeting? Yeah, we usually uh, tell you, we send you a packet prior to. And ask you to please bring like your most recent statements from your securities, brokerage accounts, 401ks, uh, insurance contracts, things of that sort. You would get more value out of the appointment if you were able to bring those documents. We don't require them, but we would like you to have them. Oh, yeah, definitely. It allows us to help you out a little more. Um, Your last year's tax return, just so we can really start looking at some of those things. But it's really just a conversation between between us and, and you and just trying to really see a few things, if, if we can even help you, um, if we can um, talk to each other. I think that's the biggest thing. Communication's huge um, because we want clients that we can communicate with very and openly. And have a good relationship. And, and yeah, because really, and I believe you both could agree with me here, that a good business relationship is like a good marriage. It requires trust, transparency, and excellent communication. And, and yes, we are advisors. We're advising you on how to use your money. But sometimes people say, hey, could we, you know, we'll present something and they'll be like, well, what if we do this? And we're like, yeah, that's a great idea. Sure. Yeah. So it's, it's a really open uh, dialogue there. But again, it's just to make sure that we can add some value to you um, and then um, kind of just move forward with that into our evaluation meeting where we evaluate what you have and actually show you what you have uh, and condense everything over to an easy to understand viewing of that. And then if people want to work with us, then we go into creating your plan and your strategies. And um, that's where it really gets fun because, uh, you know, people already know us by then and they're getting really excited about what we're doing for them. And uh, it's it's fun on both ends. We, we like to have fun with our clients. I think that's the biggest thing is is really just enjoying what we do and, and being Enjoying a part of our clients' lives. Sure. All right. That's Gary and Don Crawford. They are the founders of Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. Easy to contact them. You go to retirementwithpinnacle.com, the name of the show, Retirement with Pinnacle, retirementwithpinnacle.com, or you can give them a call, 352-320-2060. 352-320-2060. Don, Gary, thank you very much for your time. Let's do it again next week. All right, buddy. Thank you. And thanks for hanging out with us today. This has been Retirement with Pinnacle. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC. AE Wealth Management and Pinnacle Retirement Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. 
Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors LLC is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, LLC. This radio show is a paid placement. For more info, visit retirewithpinnacle.com.